This icon is racist. I have never ever been a spy. Can the PBS bank uh, The problem is that pinky. I'll never subject myself to whiteness. I'm listening. Can you have consistency, Honorable Chair? Corruption was an Olympic sport. They will always win gold. This is not a shape. Can you please come in? Greetings and salutations. Welcome to another week of Sunday Times Politics Weekly with me, Amil Amra. I'm joined in the studio this week by my politics team at the Sunday Times, Apiwe de Klerk, Zimasa Matewane and Zingisa Mvumvu. Guys, thank you so much for joining me this week. How are you guys doing? Zimasa, you've just got back from Tokyo. Are you happy to be back in South Africa? Uh, no. She <laughs> <laughs> didn't even think about that response. I don't want to be here. But guys, um, I just want to give a big shout out to everyone who's listening as well. Our podcast has grown quite substantially since last year. I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listening and downloading the podcast. We really appreciate it and I really hope that you like what we're doing here. Let's get straight into it this week. Let's start with something that's happening at the State Capture Inquiry. Um, On Monday and Tuesday, former ANN7 editor Rajesh Sundaram, he's an Indian national who was called in from India to basically launch ANN7 back in 2013. And he was telling the State Capture Inquiry and the Commission's chairperson, Deputy Chief Justice Raymond Zondo, just exactly how the former president, Jacob Zuma, had so much influence in how the station worked and, and its sort of editorial policy. And he apparently, guys, our, our former president, what's shocking is that this guy was busy running the country, right? He was busy running the ANC. He also had time to come in here and advise on how to run a station. He even apparently came up with the name for the station. He wanted it to be like CNN, so he sort of suggested ANN. He wanted it to be African News Network, but the name was already taken. So the Guptas came back and said, okay, listen, we like your name, we'll do it ANN7. This guy went, apparently, he also, the the former president also, he approved the logo for the station. He decided on its editorial policy. He said that he didn't want it to uh, directly attack the ANC. He wanted it to be more favorable towards him and his his faction within the ANC and his supporters. Although I'm not surprised, I just find it so, I'm I'm actually quite shocked in a little way that, just like, so, so down oh, to everything, oh, this guy had so much influence. So, so, so the guy is confirming this thing that Ubaba was running a country while being a creative director for yeah, ANN7. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I, I, I just want his multitasking skills. Ubaba, yeah, yeah, you know, from running the country to ANN7 and all the wives and all the kids, he still managed to do it with swag. You never see him sweat that guy. He was forever chilled. Where have you ever had a, a president <laughs> doing that? Remember that story that he also had a salary from a security company in... A, yeah, a, in Etewini Municipality. The thing is, now Zuma is complaining that he doesn't have any money to pay his legal fees. I think a media company should... Hire him. Hire him as a producer for one of the things. Let's see what the president can really do. Actually, we should bring him here. We we, we don't have an editor at lunch. We we just have an editor. Maybe we can bring bring Obama. Yeah, so our idea now is that we're going to fire our producer for this podcast page and we're going to bring in Obama. (laughs) Yeah, so it's quite interesting, guys, that there were apparently three meetings um, that the whole ANN7 managers, so your, uh, Ajay Gupta, Atul Gupta, 
um, some of the big bosses at AN7, along with Rajesh, that he confirmed and he said that he went on three occasions um, to Zuma's official state residence, Pretoria, where they had three separate meetings about how the station should be run. And if we remember, if we look back to ANN7, it was sort of a propaganda machine for, for Zuma, was it not? So I guess he did what he, I guess he did his job there. Both it and the, the New Age. Uh, yeah, exactly. New Age will tell you the, about the cabinet reshuffle that uh, no one had had rumors that there was <laughs> going to be a cabinet reshuffle to start with. They would give you the names. and uh, So it was his uh, propaganda, personal propaganda of machine. Course. And you wonder why these guys got so, so much power and uh, were able to say the things mm. they were able to say to elected uh, ANC representatives, elected uh, public reps, uh, serving ministers and all that. It, he, he, he basically, um, by doing that, I mean, uh, he gave them uh, everything and, mm. and in return he was uh, also, uh, you know, uh, having his uh, PR uh, nightmares being sorted out by ANN7. <laughs> and, and some of, there are, there are quite a number of people who are uh, former supporters of his or current supporters of his who still tell us they miss ANN7 because they gave yeah. him a platform yeah. so that they mm. can defend him and attack uh, whomever um, they <coughs> see as his opponent. Can you imagine if ANN7 was still around now? <laughs> yeah. But you know what was very interesting for me is what Sundaram said about what Zuma had apparently told them in that meeting. And what, what became clear is that the former president hated mainstream media in South Africa. He disliked it with a passion. And he apparently told Sundaram that mainstream media in South Africa was not doing what it was supposed to do. It was not giving him an opportunity to express his own views. And they needed a station that would propagate his side of the story. Um, but he also wanted to have a semblance of credibility. Um, and he also said he was so strategic in the way he came up with this with this with this concept because Zuma apparently told them not to block out the DA and the EFF because it would look too propagandist. He said, No, bring in their views, but let's slightly frame it in a different way so yeah. that we can express other things. I mean it's almost North Korea like yeah. propaganda machinery, is it not? Look, it's not surprising, uh, I mean that uh, the former president would have held such views that uh, you know, uh, the mainstream media, as he calls it, is not doing what it's supposed to do. You remember that we, the mainstream media, have been the ones who have been holding him uh, accountable since day one. And uh, I mean, he it's, it's, it's quite upset and ridiculous to say that he's never been given an opportunity because every time we write stories, we operate on the basis of giving everyone mm. a right of reply, which we do to him every day up to this day. Well, you would know the situation with his spokesperson who never really replies to <laughs> anyone. <laughs> he, can't, he can't turn around, the boss can't turn around and start blaming anyone. Mm. He's had his opportunity to explain himself. He always, I mean, even now, you know, it's fine with Zuma. Zuma always complains that he's not having a chance. He complained that he wants his day in court. He has his day in court. No, no I don't want to want be to in court. court. <laughs> uh, he always complains. I am not being heard as he's he, he is said to have been complaining. But when he spoke was he's, always quoted. We always give him. He's given a platform here at this uh, very Zondo Commission. And yeah. what is, is he saying now? He's saying, no, I will come when you sell the Swiss that I like, you know. <laughs> so he, he, he really doesn't know what he wants. It's just, he's a tech guy who likes technicalities and using everything to his favor so it's not surprising at all uh, that he wanted something that would uh, propagate his propaganda and besides I mean uh, Zuma although we live in a democratic state is mm -hmm. 
that kind of an authoritarian guy that wants his power to be felt. Yeah. So people like that need something of that sort. But but the danger in a sitting president having so much say in how uh, the media operates to to an extent of, you know, founding a, a media company that is going mm. to uh, spin his... Yeah, so it's 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 just scary. It it makes you question the whole uh, notion of of media independence. How mm. safe are we from this ever happening again? Mm. And with that, I think we're going to take a very short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the big topic of the week, and that's the South African Reserve Bank, which has come back into question after the ANC's NEC met this weekend. And Ace Makhashulia came out, the party secretary general, and said, made some wild claims, which were then refuted by other members of the party, including Finance Minister Tito Mboweni, causing a massive stir in the markets as well. Join us when we get back, and um, we'll talk about that then. <laughs> Tune in to Cargumentative every Monday morning on Times Live Motoring. You can join myself, Thomas Faulkner, and my regular gang of automotive misfits as we discuss motoring news, views, and of course, have a cargument or two. That's Cargumentative only on Times Live Motoring. Welcome back, guys. We're going to talk about the NC statements which H. Makashule gave out after the ANC NEC this weekend. And it's massive because what he says, and I'm going to quote him here, and he says that the deployees will ensure that the resolutions of the 54th National Conference will be fully implemented in this regard by the ANC NEC Lakotla, agreed to expand the mandates of the South African Reserve Bank beyond price stability to include growth and employment. But here's the important part. It also directed the ANC government to consider constituting a task team to explore quantity easing measures to address intergovernmental debts to make funds available for development purposes. Now, guys, this is massive and it sent the markets into shock because what quantity easing, quantitative easing basically is, and it's a way for central banks to boost a struggling economy. It may sound all well and good, but basically what it is, it's printing money that doesn't exist. Um, it basically creates money out of thin air, electronically, right? Um, and just simply typing in new amounts on its balance sheet. And then this is sort of the superpower that central banks have. And this is what Zimbabwe sort of did back in the day as well. It worked for the U.S. and it worked for Europe before. This is what was said to have taken the, U um, the U.S. out of its recession. But it's really not a good idea for South Africa. Um, so let's start here with the South African Reserve Bank because it's been a massive issue since the 2017 um, Nazareth conference for the ANC where the resolution was taken to sort of change the mandates of the Reserve Bank. I don't know if you guys remember that. Mm -hmm, Let's start mm -hmm, there. Mm -hmm. Let's start with the Reserve Bank. It's been working. It's one of the best working institutions in our country right now. It's, it's completely independent, I would say, and it's worked very well for the country. Why should we start changing or, or looking into changing this? Look, uh, I mean, first of all, me personally, I, I don't believe this whole conversation around the Reserve Bank uh, is taking us anyway. Mm. Uh, that's just my personal opinion. But then back to, to the ANC. Um, the ANC, as you say, resolved in Nazareth, uh, and the ANC, according to the ANC constitution, 
is that the a conference, an elective conference, is the highest decision-making structure. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, other than that, then being the NEC between, but in fact, NEC can't take such decisions. Those are only reserved for for such meetings of the national conference. It resolved that it will nationalize uh, the Reserve Bank and expand its mandate, whatever that means. Um, and I think this uh, communication by Esma Khashule out of the ANC, NSC Lekhutla at the weekend was nothing new. Let's start there. It yes. was nothing new. He was, as he said, that the NSC Lekhutla reaffirmed mm. that the resolutions of the 54th National Conference must be implemented, including this expansion of the uh, uh, you know mandate of the Reserve Bank. Therefore, I think in any organization that has got established rules and a constitution that guides it, uh, there was nothing sinister on the part of ACE as long as such an issue mm, was But discussed. the quantity easing issue is a new issue, is it? It not? was a new issue. Yeah. It was a new issue. But as I say, if if such was discussed, it's just that, you know, you know even with this noise that's going on now in on the media and the social media, what we are not getting is whether that particular part was discussed at all at the Lukuta part. Mm. I highly doubt that the SG Esmakashula would come out so bold knowing that he's on national television and everywhere and say something that was not discussed at all. Even those that have differed with him, they haven't said that this thing was not said. It's just did that there's did or did in a tweet. I don't know how to take him seriously <laughs> in a tweet, but yeah. he said it in a tweet. Yeah. But you see they they're saying that is nonsense. What is this qualitative easing? But they are not saying such was never discussed at the uh NSLHUT. Until such a person says so, and then would know that Ace is putting his personal views. In fact, as things stand, the other people are putting their personal views because Ace is saying Lekhotla, and no one has come and contradicted him and said Lekhotla didn't discuss these things other than people stating their personal views. Yeah, um, look, uh, my problem uh, with this whole, and, and there's, there's been three uh, key figures here. Yeah. Uh, Esma Khashule representing the party officially. Yeah. Um, um, uh, Kodongwana, the chairperson of their is economic, economic transformation, transformation. Yeah. and then the finance minister. Those are very uh, key people uh, uh, for yeah. our economy. Exactly. Um, uh, in that, Ace is supposed to give us uh, the official uh, stance. So now the only person who's missing. In, in this whole thing, the president because this maybe he's uh, just shocked at what's happening. No, because now you have a, a situation where um, we are trying to build an economy, of trying course. to uh, create jobs as a country, and so on, and you have uncertainty now. Uh, the, this uh, debate about uh, uncertainty is not necessarily when um, you agree or disagree mm-hmm. uh, 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 with uh, business or the mining sector or which other sector. It's the fact that you don't know wh- what the party actually uh, stands for, for on this particular issue, on this particular mm-hmm. issue, or what, what what's, what's, what's next when it comes to the state. Yeah. So in terms of uh, Tito Mboweni, I think uh, uh, the president should come up and say, as the government, this is our official stance. Mm. We should not be hearing it from uh, Tito Mboweni, especially after uh, his own party, uh, the highest ranking official currently at uh, the the head office, has said that we went to a meeting which he attended, by the way, the president. This is what we have come up with. So. Tito Mboweni and uh, Inok Kodongwana may have agreed, may, may have disagreed, disagreed yeah. during that debate. And yes. it may be that this personal. is the, their personal stance. 
uh, why is Indy coming out to reassure, mm. to say, okay, either, no, no, this is not what the party agreed on, this is, what, this is our stance, yeah. or, no, uh, 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 this is what the party uh, was saying, and therefore, you know, so that uh, uh, the markets uh, are at ease. It's, it's not rocket science. Yeah. Have you? Did you go to a meeting and agree <laughs> that this is what happened? Yes. It's not like it's a meeting of five people. Come on, <laughs> you know. it, it was it was a lekutla. It was it's extended. Yes, it's yeah. not just the NEC. So I, I, I it's the way they are going about um, uh, achieving this. Uh, economic growth and uh, 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 creation of job is very, yeah, going backwards, it's very brother, shaky. It's, it's, it's yeah. shocking. It's, it's like we are still going towards the conference of the yeah. ANC you when know. we are coming out uh, of the national mm-hmm. elections where everyone should be clear what should be uh, done to uh, uh, boost uh, the economy and create jobs. Ziboso, let me ask you this. Um, we have one voice coming out of um, Ace Makashule and what's going on. Then we have another voice from sort of from a poser loyalist, and I put that in inverted commas, Tito Mbuweni and Enoch Gwana. Does this show, is this is this a symptom and is this an illustration of, of, of the rifts within the ANC and Ramaphosa's control or, or lack of control in his party? I think we're way past symptoms now. We're, <laughs> we're actually even way past diagnosis. The ANC is in chaos, it's in tatas, all of it. And I have to agree with Apiwa that um, you have you have the SG who is speaking on behalf of the ANC, and you have um, these two leaders who are not only disagreeing with him but challenging him as if they were not in the same uh, NEC meeting that uh, we are being told took this certain decision. So perhaps really it's time for the president to come out and say, this is the stance of the ANC, this is uh, what we agreed on, and this is the way forward. Remember in in January, for the manifesto launch, Mm. there was also another chaotic moment also surrounding the the Reserve Bank, where the same SG was... Uh, accused of sneaking in yeah. <laughs> some <laughs> phrases there in in that sentence of of, of the reserve bank. So I I think honestly the president owes us an explanation and uh, clarity. That's all we ask. I'm sure that the markets would like that too. You see, I mean, I, I think also here a historical background into this whole fight around the reserve bank and policy direction in terms of what you may call now the Ace Mahashule faction versus. Let's go back to Nazrek. Nazrek uh, is where Cyril Ramaphosa was elected the president of the mm-hmm. ANC. Barely. Uh, just, just, just barely. Yes. <laughs> and, but the, 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 the analysis at the time was that although he was, he went there preaching the whole New Deal. He had his own thing that was called mm-hmm. the New Deal, new deal yeah. in terms of policies, you know. And then there was Gosasa and Lamine Zuma who was on Ace Mahasudan faction who were preaching the so-called radical, RIT, yeah, RIT. Uh, radical economic mm-hmm. transformation and the nationalization of the Reserve Bank, land expropriation without compensation, which happened to be the policies that ended up winning mm-hmm. despite its presidential candidate Gosasa and Lamine Zuma not having won. But in terms of those policies, so I think uh, Ramaphosa, part of the reason he's not coming out now is that he's caught between a rock and a hard place mm-hmm. in that he cannot appear to contradict policies that were taken at the National Conference of the ANC, which elected him, although those were not his favorite policies. So I think that, in essence, 
I, I would like to believe that he agrees with Ino Kotongwana and Titi uh, Mowene, but he cannot come out and say that publicly because that would be, in essence, disagreeing and uh, disobeying uh, the resolutions of the National Conference and there are consequences for that. Next year, we are looking towards the National General Council, which is going to be reviewing how the leadership mm. has done since it was given the mandate in 2017. So I think the president is uh, working on the fence deliberately so to be safe on both sides, to be safe in terms of his friends who are friends of business and in terms of <laughs> the ANC structures, <laughs> which are the branches, so that when it gets to 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 the uh, National General Council, at least he's on the safe side. But unfortunately that is not taking the country forward but the thing is we can't be playing it safe and this is precisely why it's because south africa's economy contracted by 3.2 percent um in the first quarter of 2019 and that was the worst drop since the same period in 2009 and that's when the whole that's when we had the whole global financial crisis um south africa's gdp growth in the first quarter was zero percent year on year and it was far worse than it's anticipated we cannot be playing um, um, fast and loose with economic policies right now. We need decisiveness and Ramaphosa had promised the country this. All the way back from 2017 with his New Deal, as you said, he came with a range of solutions or what was masquerading as solutions yeah. at the time <laughs> to South Africa's economic problems. And most of our problems in the country are, uh, sort of arrive from these economic problems. If we can fix these, we can start to build our country. And now, as we're talking about this, let's get into this GDP issue. Um, we need better, we, we need, I, I guess we need a, a more firmness from the president on exactly what's going to happen and how we're going to build the country. Because whatever we've been doing so far has not been working. Decisiveness from Ramaphosa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see, this, this contraction of the GDP is exactly... Uh, you know, uh, it epitomizes what the feeling of uh, investors and business is towards the policy direction of the ANC, which is almost non-existent economic direction mm. as things stand. Because now we can't have these people have been fighting about the same thing since June 2017 at of the course. policy conference of the ANC. It's two years later, exactly two years. They're still fighting about the same thing. So if I'm an investor, I'm out there, I really want to invest in this country, but I need to understand mm. what their policy direction is economically and otherwise. But every day I wake up, this one is saying this. The other day, this one is saying, I will never throw my money into a situation like that. And I think we will continue to struggle as long as the ANC leaders are behaving like this. Actually, guys, the problem here is the ANC. Mm. The ANC, it should be said, is a big problem. Uh, we are where we are economically because of the ANC now, as things stand. And yeah. they just re got rewarded. You, you know, and, and <laughs> unfortunately, they've just again. been given power again. <laughs> but to show that the arrogance and the cluelessness that has run deep into the ANC, barely a month after being, uh, you know, given another chance, which they call the last chance, they are behaving in this <laughs> manner. No direction, no clue of where we are going, clutching at straws, speaking against each other. How can we trust such people mm -hmm. to lead us out of this? I can safely predict that we are going to go further down the drain from this point on economically and there's not going to be job uh, reducal as they alleged yesterday that they'll reduce it from 27 to 14% with this kind of rhetoric. No, come on. Man. Let's just take this one step further guys and talk about our president quickly, Apiwe and Zimosa. Ramaphosa was supposed to be our economic savior, right? That's how we, or that's how sort of the media and that's how sort of a lot of analysts portrayed him at the time as this guy's going to come around and turn everything around. We had this conversation last year. 
And we said that, no, it's too early to judge Ramaphosa because he's just got in and he hasn't been able to do too much. It's been now a year and a half. Yes. If not longer. Guys, is this guy sticking up to what he promised to do? It was Zima, as I was saying. Who said what? Don't include me. It, I do remember. It was Zima, as I was saying. It was too early to judge Ramaphosa on his economic um, prowess. Is it still too early to judge him, Zimasa? Or can we start affording him some judgment now, looking at these figures? I think I think everyone now is 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 tired of Ramaphosa and his indecisiveness. Mm. I think what what everyone wants from him now is to act. You yeah. have the power in the ANC. We have uh, given you a mandate as South Africans. You know what our expectations are. You know what our struggles are. What are you doing about it? We're tired of seeing Ace and, and Tito uh, tearing each other apart on Twitter. It's not going to take us anyway. Absolutely. So, um, no, it's, it's, it's actually becoming too late for Ramaphosa. That's, mm. that's my view. So, 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 which is why uh, his next, next state of the nation address, that's where I think mm. uh, we should uh, judge him. Yes. Uh, what he comes out uh, saying, mm. uh, you need concrete plans. Mm. Look, he, he had done well for uh, the previous state of the nation address. I, I was I was surprised for a president who was anticipating an election, mm. um, but now it's post election. Um, we need a clear five year plan. Exactly. This is what I'm going to do in uh, six months. In in in. in Based on what we are seeing from ANC, you really need that. Um, based on this, uh, this should we call them beefs between between the three? Chicken. Disrespecting So 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 you you need him to when he address us to tell us uh, in the next five years when we said we were going to. Uh, cut uh, this unemployment rate uh, to 17 uh, percent. Eh? Yeah, to 14 percent. To 14 percent. Uh, these are the steps that we are going to follow. Yeah. Not uh, what the previous guy did, promising uh, a million new jobs. Yeah. And then the next uh, state of the nation said, I, I meant job opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next state of the nation addressed, oh, we have job losses. You yeah. you, 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 so that we can hold him accountable. Mm. Um, I mean, uh, I forgive the guy for for the previous uh, year or so because it was not really his time. He was mm. finishing something that was started somewhere else and whatnot. Yeah. This is his thing now. Yeah. He can't say, uh, okay, maybe that year he said the, the, his people would say they were stri- trying to stabilize, mm. uh, uh, trying to fix S- SOEs. But, I don't know but, when but, uh, but CEOs stable. are quitting left, right, and center. Nothing is but, stable. Yeah. That's my issue with the whole new dawn, that nothing seems Bruh, to be it's, it's what struggling. we had anticipated. It's the economy is contracting, uh, this whole cleanup thing, people are quitting, and you know, it's, now they... It's a circus. I know you're optimistic. I'm so <laughs> And and well, with regards to the president himself, uh, well, he has proven not to be a man of his word already. In that uh, the last year's 2018 State of the Nation, he said he was going to cut down the cabinet. Where are we now? The cabinet is more or less the same, if not bigger <laughs> than the previous one. So a man like that has already demonstrated that he cannot be trusted. Can, can, can I ask you a question? In if do you think that had uh, the ANC adopted? whatever new deal, deal economic yeah. policies that 
were aligned to Ramaphosa's faction he, yeah. and he had won. Do you, do you guys think he would have been doing much? Whole, I, I think we need a whole nother podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but Zim, to answer you, I think he would be doing better because then he would be implementing something he believes in. There is nothing as difficult as being forced <laughs> to implement <laughs> something you don't believe in. And, he and, don't believe. And, and Ace is there, he's watching you. you he doesn't believe in this RET thing, but he is forced. He's a sitting president, but these are resolutions of conference. And I think it's shame to his fairness, this guy, maybe we can forgive him for that, to know that these are not his policies. Maybe the NGC must, uh, you know, make new policies. <laughs> but, 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 but you see, um, with, with the stance Ace has been taking, yeah. um, he's been consistent yeah. Yeah. Uh, in public platforms to say, comrades, implement the resolutions <laughs> of Nazareth. Yeah. Anyone who know. deals with you for, deli- uh, for implementing uh, um, resolutions of conference, uh, you know, you must not be scared and what, yeah. what, what, yeah. what. And, and he was very, uh, remember that uh, rally he had in, in, in Free State yes. he, he, uh, before the uh, uh, the cabinet, the new cabinet, and he was saying, Comrade Lindiwe, uh, you are going to get a lot of uh, attacks because you are implementing uh, resolution. a resolution of conference because yeah. of uh, the issue of Israel. Yeah. This, this uh, Nazarek um, uh, resolutions, when he speaks, gets him so excited. So excited, yeah. bro. And, and you can so, see he's so very much think, invested. So, in so we, we just have to brace ourselves for the circus until, until the next until, conference. Until, until what? You are right, one thing that is consistent about is the uh, referral to the resolution <laughs> of Yesterday, in the press conference of the Lekhutla Outcomes Briefing, he even went further to say, we are reaffirming that the center of power is the Tule House. So he was essentially saying, I am a Ramaphosa's boss. He is not going to tell me, I'm telling him, as mandated by conference. Hence, hence Ramaphosa is quiet. You know, yeah. so, so it's, it's, it's really hard. But in fact, one time when Ramaphosa joked that Ace is his boss, he was not joking. <laughs> well, I think that's the perfect place to leave it for this week. Thank you so much for joining me in studio. And thank you all out there for listening. You can join us at the same time next week and you can follow us um, at on hashtag ST Politics Weekly on Twitter. We'll all be sharing those links to the podcast. You can also follow us on um, Times Live. That's our website under the Opinions and Analysis page. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. We'll catch you next week.